You know, over the last few weeks, over the last few weeks, we've been talking a lot about joy. Say joy. Joy. You know, joy is one of the primary messages of Christmas. It's the one thing that most of us don't really realize that we actually need. We need joy in our lives. Amen. And as we look around this time of year, we, we see the Christmas decorations, the lights, we get Christmas cards in the mail, and we even wrap our gifts with wrapping paper, and so much of it says joy. And we see it all around us, but Christmas is a really busy time of year, and it's so easy to get caught up in the busyness. How many of you have gotten caught up in the busyness already? Yeah. Shopping and parties, it's fun stuff, right? But we get caught up in the busyness of it and somehow we can sometimes lose our joy and miss the whole point of Christmas. And so tonight, I just want to take a few moments and I want to share with you some things that I hope will remind you of what Christmas is really all about. How many of you ever watched the, uh, the, 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 the movie, A Charlie Brown Christmas? Anybody ever see A Charlie Brown? Everybody's seen Charlie Brown Christmas. Well, there's a scene in it, which all of us know, but uh, it just reminds me, because I just think it's such a wonderful, if you will, cartoon, but it's a wonderful reminder, especially to children. But there's a scene where Charlie Brown cries out, doesn't anyone know what Christmas is all about? And, you know, I believe that as we get distracted and, and all the things in the world that distract us at this time of year, it's easy for all of us to stop and wonder, what is Christmas really all about? And I believe that's, that's a question the world asks. What is Christmas all about, all about? But then Charlie Brown's friend, Linus, says, sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And he recites the Christmas story out of Luke chapter 2. So you can turn to Luke chapter 2. We're going to read that together. And this is Linus's answer to Charlie Brown. And, uh, but let's read it together. Luke chapter 2, starting with uh, verse 8. It says, Now there were in the same country shepherds, living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which is for all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord." And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Father, tonight as, as we hear this story and as we remind ourselves and we're reminded, Lord, of what Christmas is all about, we pray, Father, that you would use this message of Christmas to recenter us on the true message, the message, Lord, of the true message of this Christmas and holiday season. Lord, we pray that, Lord, for each one of us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, hidden in this passage of Scripture, 
There's the answer for Charlie Brown and the answer for all of us. And I believe it's the answer and the question that the answer for all the world, because there's a question that the world has, especially at this time of year. What is Christmas all about? And I want to share with you three answers to remind us to, if you will, to center us on what this time of year about to remind us that Christmas is not about all the stuff we see and not about all the hype. There's more to Christmas. There's a deeper and foundational message that we see in the Bible. So these are three answers, not only that will help center us, but three answers that we can share with other people when they say, what is Christmas all about? And so the first answer is Christmas is good news. Say good news. Christmas is good news. The, in verse 10, the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. See, good tidings, that word good tidings mean good news. Good news. It's, it's the gospel of Jesus. So that word good tidings is good news. And, you know, we live in a world today, we live in a world that has a lot of news that's not so good, right? Anybody ever experienced that? Everybody see that this world is filled with, I don't want to call it bad news, but it's just not so good news a lot of times. And, and I assume that these shepherds were also in a season and a time where the news wasn't always good for them. And, you know, what we need today and what the world needs is the, the world needs good news. And when, we, when I say that, I mean... The world needs the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of great joy of Jesus. But see, this, this message here, this, these angels uh, that were out in this field, the message of the angels was, this is good news of what? Great joy. Say great joy. Great joy. This is not just normal, everyday, run-of-the-mill joy. I don't know if there is such, but I can use any of it most days. But he says, this is news of great joy. Something our world needs, something we all need this time of year is great joy. And this wasn't just a message to those angels. The reason we read about this, we hear about this, the reason the angels came is this, but this was a message to the whole world. Not just then, but to the whole world today, this is a message to every person, every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every person needs to hear news of great joy, especially in the time and the seasons that we're living in today. Verse 11 goes on to tell us the good news of great joy, that what that is, what that means. And he says here, for there is born to you this day in the city of David, a Savior who was Christ the Lord. That's the good news. That's the good news with, with great joy is that, in, that today in the city of David, a Savior is born who is Christ the Lord. You see, the good news is that a Savior, say Savior, savior. a Savior was born, a Savior who doesn't come just to save us from our problems. Most of us just, we want the Lord to take care of the problems of the day, the financial problems, the, the sickness, the, the things that we're experiencing today. But this Savior came to save us from our sins. 
He came to save us for our sins and give us eternal life. That's the great joy. That's the good news. That's why this is good news of great joy. It's good news of great joy because Jesus is good news. Say that. Jesus is good news. Amen. The second answer for the world, the second answer for us in this time of year is Christmas is a new beginning. Say new beginning. Verse 12 says, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe, an infant, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. You see, Jesus was the very first Christmas. He was the very first Christmas gift. And he he was wrapped not in in paper, but in swaddling clothes. He He was not placed under a tree, but in a manger. The message here is that this Savior is an infant. He's a baby. It's a new beginning. You see, Christmas is not the end. Christmas is the beginning. Because Christmas comes at the end of a year, we often think Christmas is the ending. Christmas is the end of the year. But that's only in, in the world that we live in today. Christmas is, it means here, and this passage tells us, Christmas is an infant. Christmas is a baby. Christmas is a new story, a new beginning. It's a new story beginning today. It's, 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 it's good news, but it's also a new beginning Jesus is the beginning of life. He's the beginning of new life. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. You see, Christmas, Christmas is a message about new beginnings. It's about a new life that's available. It was available to these, to these shepherds. It was available to the people that, that the angels came to see and the message that they came to deliver. It was a message. And like a gift, just like a gift today, we put it under a tree. And what it should remind us of is all we need to do with this message of Jesus, this new beginning, is receive it. That's all we have to do. We just have to open our heart and receive the new life he gives. Christmas is a new beginning. The third answer that we give today that I believe is so profound and, and it's, 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 it relates one word we also see here at Christmas is hope. Christmas is hope for the future. Say that with me. Christmas is hope for the future. In verse 13 and 14, there's this multitude of heavenly hosts that appears. Can you imagine? They were afraid because an angel appeared. How many of you, it would startle you if an angel appeared to you, right? But how about a whole heavenly host of angels appearing to you? Look what it says. They begin to sing glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, goodwill, toward men. You see, the angel and this heavenly host came to declare something. The Bible tells us to to declare a thing and it shall be established. It is biblical. It's God's word. You declare something and it will be established. And these angels came to establish, not just to these shepherds, 
but to the world for all eternity to the world. These shepherd, these angels came to declare peace on earth, goodwill or God's will towards men. You see, the message of Christmas is the promise of peace and goodwill. And that is good news, right? That is good news. The promise of peace and goodwill means a new beginning. A new beginning is, is, a, is a great thing, especially you've had a rough year or, or maybe things haven't gone so well or maybe you're going through a hard time. This is a new beginning. You can declare it. The angels declared it. The angels declared that it's good news and the angels declared you can have a new beginning. And then there's a promise of peace and goodwill that is hope for the future. There's hope and there's joy that comes in Jesus Christ. This is the promise. It's the promise of Christmas. This is what Christmas is all about. I can just hear Charlie Brown. I can hear Linus say, that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Well, I can say to you tonight, that's what Christmas is all about, new life. Amen. To those at home, I can say that's what Christmas is all about. It's about a new beginning. It's about hope. It's about good news of great joy. You see, when you accept Jesus Christ into your life, something happens. Amen. It's hard to tell you what happens, but when you truly accept him into your life, there's this like a, a light goes off in your heart and in your life. It's a, it's a new light begins to shine on everything. You begin to see life differently. You begin to see it from God's perspective. God shines this light. It's not just Christmas lights. It's the light of God that the Bible tells us will light heaven, that we won't even, we won't need a sun or a moon in heaven, that the light of God, this light comes to shine on all of us this time of year. Jesus said in John 8, 12, he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me, will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Hallelujah. See, that's good news. Amen. How many of that, that's good news? That's, that's a new beginning. That's hope for the future. And that's the reason there's joy in Christmas. Would you bow your heads with me? You know, wherever you're at tonight, wherever you're at in this season of your life, where, whatever you're going through, at this time of year at Christmas, whether it be filled with joy or maybe not so much, whether it be experiencing good news or not so much, I want you to know you have a choice. Every one of you, every one of us have a choice to accept and receive Jesus, the light of the world, into our life. For some of us, maybe receive it fresh and new. For some of it, maybe for some of us, maybe it's the first time for some. Maybe you don't even know. Well, I just want to lead you and I want to promise you there's a choice you can make. And when you make this choice, when you make this choice, he promises you'll never walk in darkness ever again. Amen. He promises that you'll never ever be alone again. He promises to give you hope and peace and joy in all things in all circumstances. And all you need to do is receive him. Receive and accept the gift of God, Jesus, into your life and make him Lord. And tonight, if you're here and you, 
You're saying, hey, look, I, sometimes I lose track. I lose my place and I've kind of fallen away and I, I want to come back. I, I, I want that gift renewed in my life. I want the joy of the Lord. I want the new beginning. I want to receive Christ afresh and new tonight. If that's you tonight, just just lift your hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray that God will flood your soul tonight. Amen. That God will flood your soul tonight with this new beginning, with this good news, with this hope for the future. So Father, right now I pray over every person that has responded tonight to your word, to this message. God, I pray right now as they've taken a step forward to you, Lord, your word promises that you'll take a step forward to us. Lord, and I pray right now, flood their hearts, flood their minds, Lord, with the joy of the Lord, the good news of great joy. Lord, flood their hearts and their minds with with this new beginning in life. Flood every person here, with every, everybody within the sound of my voice, I pray, Holy Spirit, to flood each of our lives, each of our hearts with hope for the future. Lord, let this Christmas be a new day filled with hope and joy. And Lord, we pray that today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We want to take a few moments and, and share communion with you this morning. So if everyone coming in should have received this little communion cup. And if you would just go ahead and, and if you don't have one, just lift your hand and somebody will run down the aisle and give you one. But I think everybody has one. If you're at home tonight, just grab something. You can grab juice or a wafer or a cracker and, and just be ready to share with us in this, this moment. But I want you to go ahead and open that up and get those, that communion cup ready. You know, we share communion, the Lord's Supper as we call it, to celebrate and commemorate the Lord's death. We celebrate it because at the core reason of what we celebrate Christmas is right here. It's in the Lord's death because he died. He came and he died to save us from our sins and give us eternal life. And so what we're celebrating is his death, but we're celebrating the resurrected life of Jesus, not just out there, but in me, in you. So the Bible says that Jesus took bread and he broke it and he gave thanks. And he says, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this and remember of me. Let's partake of the bread of life tonight. Bible says in like manner, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. You see, he promises here again, a new beginning. He says, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's drink of the new covenant of Christ. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence tonight. Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight for sending your son, Jesus, to live, to die, and to raise, be raised again to life, Lord, and be raised in life within us.
And I pray right now that every person here will have received that, will have received him tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.